and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy-Griffiths, and today, because it's like half past two in the afternoon, I'm drinking tea. And joining me this week, we have... Uh, I'm Tony Conway. Uh, I have not observed the same level of moderation as Ben, and I'm drinking a beer. Uh, a levy, I think it's called, but Ooh. it's only 3.2%, so I'm basically being, like, an angel. It's basically water. Yeah. I'm Chris. I'm drinking uh, Coke Zero, because I agree with Ben, this is a little bit too early to drink. <laughs> and I'm Alid, and I'm, uh, I'm with Tony. I'm drinking Copperberg. <laughs> oh, very nice. So, what is the Infinite Escape Room? Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with. But this one stretches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And, because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the Infinite Escape Room links into the next in one big, never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the Infinite Escape Room, while the others try and solve it. And if we don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit. Which this week um, has anyone else got a deposit? I mean, I'm, oh, I'm feeling like this is fairly fragile as it I is. I feel like our um, internet God, connection could be the deposit at this point. I was yeah, going to say, yeah, my, yeah my, my deposit would be my internet connection, but it's already it's already <laughs> fucked. <laughs> my my lovely well, shiny new microphone. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Okay. So there we uh, go. That was what it was last time I was on the show. Was it was my new microphone? So <laughs> there's a theme developing here. If we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week is Chris's brand new shiny, shiny microphone. Are we ready? Yeah. 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 Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Over to you, Chris. Last time, the gang had discovered an underwater tunnel at the bottom of an ancient well, and decided to take a swim through it to see where it would lead. Swimming through the dark tunnel, suddenly a torrent of water from the side takes you and pushes you further down. After what feels like minutes, just as you're about to lose consciousness from the lack of air, you are dropped into a room. Standing up, looking around the room, you appear to be inside a circular factory of some sort. There are many gears. Together they make a regular grinding noise as the machine performs its work. Each gear eventually connects to the central shaft, often through many other gears. On one side of the room appears to be a button... On the other side of the room appears to be a box. Above you is a bright ceiling with some shadows moving on it. And your time starts now. The um, the, the box, can I just get a bit more of a, a description as to what kind of a you, box it you is? You're going to go over to have a look? Yeah, let's go have a look at the box. Approaching the box, you see that it is built into the metal wall. It appears to have a combination lock on the outside. Hmm, okay. How many, how many numbers are on this combination lock? Four. Okay, so four four numbers on this on this box. Hmm. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Can we go and look at the button? Is there any text or yeah. or indication like wires maybe that it's connected to? Getting close to the button, you can see there's a long metal stick with a hook on the outside. Uh, through a mechanism in the ceiling, you can see it is connected to the central shaft. Right. So it looks like a button, sort of head on. But once you sort of get up to it, it's actually like um. Uh, Got a hook sticking so, out into yeah, the room. Wait, no, it's a, it's a hook sticking out into the room, and then it disappears into the wall as like a metal cylinder. You can just see the edge of it. Okay, okay. So what happens if we give it a push or a pull? Are you pushing it or pulling it? I'm going to say pull uh, it. Yeah. You pull it, nothing Yes. Nothing yeah. happens. What about if we push it? Who's pushing it? Me. Nothing happens. Tony. What if okay. I push it? Oh. <laughs> nothing happens. Uh, what if I push Nothing it? Nothing happens. Okay. What if, what if I pull it? 
<laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay. Okay, okay. Nothing, nothing happens, I write on my notepaper. Can we um, sort of walk around the walls of this room um, clockwise from where the button is and just see if there's anything else that we sort of come across? Um, no, you walk around the walls of the room. It's um, the, the walls are very smooth, but you don't find anything uh, particularly interesting around the outside. There's just the, the box and the uh, button thing. So coming coming to the lights on the ceiling, mm-hmm. um, are, are the shadows that we see there? Can they be traced back to all the gears that are moving? Yeah, around the the shadows all be, end in the in the, the middle sh- of the ceiling, um, where the the central shaft right. heads up into the ceiling. I suppose so. This, can, that's the source of light. Um, the ceiling Ooh. is the source of light. You you can't see a particular source. It's just glowing. Right. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. The shaft in the middle of the room, is that stationary? Is it turning? Um, what's it made out of? Um, do you want to go and have a look? Yes. So taking a closer inspection of the shaft in the middle, you can see that there are three concentric cylinders making up the column. The outer cylinder ends at about waist height and is connected to a gear via some teeth on the edge. The middle cylinder reaches down to knee height and is also connected to a gear. And the smallest cylinder almost touches the floor and is itself connected to a gear. Below the shaft, there are some markings on the floor. The first marking is like a, a line with a little notch coming off of it at 45 degrees. And then uh, next to that is an oval with a line coming out from it. And it comes out on the opposite side to the, the little notch. Then there's one large oval next to that one. And then there's, again, next to that one, there's two smaller ovals that touch on, on either side. Are they arranged horizontally or vertically? One on top of the other or one next to the other? Uh, that was the horror... Well, it's difficult to tell exactly what it was designed to be like from your particular vantage point. But I, I read them in the order that they appeared from your perspective. Well, I, sorry, I mean, so the, the last one was two circles next to each other, right? Oh, uh, they're uh, at right... They're, they're touching each other at right angles to the direction at which I Okay, described. so it's more like an infinity symbol than an eight. I, I think they're both very similar. Yes, but so it's not like an, uh, an eight standing up, it's an eight lying down from our vantage point. No, it would look like an eight from your oh. vantage point, because I read it going across. Right. So we've got a line with a f- notch coming out at 45 degrees. We've got a circle with a line coming out, I, I guess, horizontally and pointing in the direction of the, the previous symbol. And we've got a big oval. No? No, no, it points, it points, it points in the, it's in the, if the... If the little notch was in the top left, then the line of the of the line, then the uh, line come coming off of the oval would be the bottom right of the. Oh, I see. Okay, oval. like a so kind of like a Q, capital Q. Yeah, kinda. So I've got at the moment what looks like um, a, a, almost a capital T, but the 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 right hand bit of the top has been lopped off. Uh, what looks like a capital Q. Uh, what looks like an O, and then what looks like an eight. That's sort of broadly what it what it yeah. looks like to me at the moment. Hmm. The um, the combination lock that's got numbers on it, or does it have letters it's on it? It's numbers. Numbers. Huh. Because apart from that line on the, that second oval, uh, we almost have like a, maybe like seven zero zero eight. Um But that that line on the on the second O on on the second character or second symbol. Makes it not an O. Yeah, well, I mean, like, <laughs> the way that I interpreted the first one, 
was the the line coming off of it so it's a vertical line and the line coming off of it doesn't connect at the top it connects a little way down in which case it looks more like a y oh so it's like yq zero the, yq the, ah. the little notch the little notch coming off of it does come off one end oh. of the line fine okay my bad so is there is there like any kind of uh dial or wheel or anything that we can uh, uh, did you say the shaft in the middle is spinning or is it stationary uh, yeah, the the no the 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 whole factory you're in appears to be trying to drive this shaft in the middle. But isn't driving the shaft in the middle? No, it is. The gears are engaged, and it, and I was it, confused it, by trying. Um, okay, so. <laughs> the so just very quickly, Chris, that last the, the smallest um, circle on the on the shaft was that actually touching the floor or almost almost touching, touching the, floor? the floor? Almost touching the floor. And if we mm. if we get if I get down on my tummy on the floor and look into the side, can I see anything underneath that lowest gear? No, Just there's the, nothing. There. The rest of the shaft going into the ground. Uh, it doesn't oh, go into okay. the ground. It stops. It dangles. It just goes up. It's coming out up the, ceiling. Into the ceiling. Okay. So I kind of want to. I I, I want to. This feels like like mm. a mill to me, um, of some description. Um, so to recap, we're in a bare room with a box. It's, it's got a combination not, on it. There's gears everywhere. So is literally packed full of gears. Massive gears. But all above head. All, all above mm-hmm. our heads, mostly. Um, no, no, you're walking around them. Right, okay. Ah. They don't quite touch the edge. You can kind of sneak around the edge and there's little paths through. Hmm. I wonder if we have to find a spanner and um, throw it in the works. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we could go full Victorian, you know, tragedy and jam someone's <laughs> arm in it, but... Maybe now it's not not yet. Maybe that's a like desperate last minute thing. Um, so pushing and pulling the button slash hook stick uh, does nothing, but it does appear to be connected to that central shaft. Uh, do, you, do you need a? Do you want? Do you want any hints? Well, what about so um, Tony and Alid? If you inspect the uh, the shaft, <laughs> okay. While I pull sure. on this hook, <laughs> right? You're gonna pull on it? Yes. So as you pull on it, it does it does kind of nudge a tiny little bit, and you can see it start to move the the mechanism. Um, but uh, it kind of pushes the the gears in ever so slightly in towards that central cylinder. Huh. What about if me or Tony pull on it? <laughs> you or Tony or you and Tony? All three of what us at the same Tony time, Voltron yeah. style. All three of you are going to pull on it. Okay, so you you pull on it really really hard, and again it just really heavily engaged as you can hear the machinery start to grind away yeah there's a thought huh. all three of us didn't try pushing it at once we didn't okay let's all Hands try three of, of us other. pushing it all three of you try pushing it with all of you pushing it really hard you manage to pop it out and as you do the gears disengage from the central shaft the shadows above you cease to move oh okay does anyone else kind of feel like we've broken something nope <laughs> Definitely. So pushing pushing hard on the stick makes it pop out, but then putting it back in and pulling it makes things engage a bit. And pushing it stops everything working. Okay, stops all gears. So I was going to say, can we just quickly pop back and have a look at the shaft now that all the gears have stopped turning and uh, see if anything's changed? Yeah, so you, you can go back and you can, you can see the shaft still there, you know, basically frozen in place. Um, but the uh, the gears that were connecting to the various cylinders are now disengaged. They've moved away from the shaft. Okay. Okay. Um, 
so these symbols, what what do they mean? So there's there's oh, so hang on, the first one is the stick with the hook on it. So the second one is a circle. Oh. So we've got to put the stick in a in some well, man, this has got really pure. Um we've got to put the stick in the circle somehow. Uh is there like a notch on the side of the shaft maybe that we can we can attach it to? <laughs> no. Right. Let's try. <laughs> am I am I barking completely up the wrong tree? This is just very it's just amusing because it's very much how my mind would go when trying to solve But not the way that your mind would go when you were writing the puzzle. <laughs> the different states of you know, different thought mm. states. Um potentially yeah there, there is that possibility so the shaft sorry the shaft is now stationary not spinning yes the shaft is now stationary and and the and shadows above you have stopped moving so everything stopped okay can we see no, the, the, the gears the gears are still moving they're they're disengaged right sorry okay. what was that Anad? can we see what was casting the shadows above us no the the ceiling's like a, a diffuse translucent material um so you can't really see through it very uh easily but yeah. uh, you can see that the the three shadows have stopped. Three shadows. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a sort. I thought it was indeterminate shadows cast by the gears, but it would appear that there are. No, I'm, I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay. I no, I, I, I'm let, sure I just misheard. We'll let the listeners rewind. Yeah, yeah. And, and they <laughs> we'll check the transcript. Or, or edit, <laughs> editing Ben can t- can decide who was wrong. It, it's fine, Tony. I'll just if he did if he did say three, I'll just cut it out. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make me look good and Chris look expressly bad. Um, so. Shadows have stopped moving. We've got these four things on. I. So, do we think that the the stick corresponds to the first character, or am I seeing patterns where there are none? I I, I quite like that idea, but I'm I'm wondering if you've convinced me that we're seeing yeah. patterns where there aren't, that aren't any. There. But we've got three shadows on the ceiling, and we have three levers, three cylinders, three cylinders. So if uh, so we we pushed it in. I wonder what would happen if two of us pulled it, pulled the uh, stick out again. Mm. So, what if you two go and pull so on the we'll stick, put it back in, and then pull it? Okay. No, it's it's been pushed. Oh, excuse me. Yes, sorry. And you want you want we have to pull it out of the hole back, back. and then push it back in the hole <laughs> and then pull it back out again. <laughs> and then we do the okay. No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm just I'm just thinking that if stopped three everything. of us if three of us uh, yeah. pushing it in stopped everything if two people yeah 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 pulled on it okay that might ben, start you something. stay by the shaft Alan and I are going to go and play with the stick the the problem the problem is it's 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 away from you now like it's it's in like you can't even reach the hook anymore it's been pushed out, outside oh. of your reach okay well that seems <laughs> um, Oh, um, I suppose now that things have stopped moving, can we have another look underneath this shaft? Is there anything that's sort of fallen out or... Sorry, what? You, what? you mean the middle, the central yeah. cylinders in the middle? The, the central cylinder in the middle. Is there anything that's sort no. of um, dropped out of the bottom of it? Nothing or? at all. Huh. And we're not able to um, lift the rings into each other? No. They they come down from the ceiling. They're big cylinders. But they don't touch the floor. Yeah. Okay. No. And we haven't... They seem to be... Attached to the ceiling. We haven't got any anything, any loose stuff, nothing that can connect to anything else. We haven't got any items in our inventory, have we? No. And there's not like a random pole stuck <laughs> on the floor lying in a corner? Nope. Um, can we head over to the box and um, just try 7008 into we it? can. It does not open. Okay. Can we try 8008? <laughs> 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 uh. You, you can. Uh, it, it, 
A voice comes over the tannoy and says, nice. One of the things that Chris said to us earlier was that um, these symbols look the way they did from that particular vantage point, which makes me wonder if we were looking at them from a different angle, would it give us something different? Uh, So I'm turning my bit of paper round and round. Uh, and all I can really get is eight zero zero L. Do you want me to go over the? Uh... But one of the, the, the yeah, one of the shapes is the Q as well. Don't forget that it's got a tail, which is important, I guess. Okay. Do you want me to do you want me to go through yes. it again? Always, please. So there are markings on the floor, and there is a line with a small notch coming off of one of its ends at forty five. The top end or the bottom end? The one furthest away right. from you. So you're 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 sat at the other or standing at the bottom yeah. of it, for want of a better word. And it goes off to the left it, at a, a forty-five yes. degree angle. And then, okay. and then the next marking along from that is is an oval with a line coming it, down. From can I just ask? Can I just you. ask very quickly? Is it an oval? Is it an oval that's oh. like wider than it is tall in relation to us, or taller than it is wide? Is it a standing um, egg or a side it's actually egg? Kind of at a four, forty-five degree right, angle, okay. slightly. So a forty-five degree angle oval with a, a line coming out. Line coming down, down towards, to the right. It's it comes from the right hand side right. of the oval towards you. So it's looking more like a nine than a Q. Yes. Okay. And then there's another oval as as big as the previous. How is that arranged? Uh, that is uh, longer than it is wide from your current perspective. So tall, like a tall one rather than a wide one, right? Yeah. And then there's two ovals that meet in the middle that we've previously described. One stacked on top of the other. Yeah, wide ones or tall ones? I just want to be absolutely clear. <laughs> it doesn't. It no longer. It no longer okay. matters. <laughs> I don't want to bore the readers. Let's Can we just on. try combination wise. Treble zero eight. What do you want? Treble zero eight. Zero 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 eight. Uh, nothing. No, that doesn't unlock it. How did you come up with treble zero, Alid? Because that's what it looks like in front of me on a bit of paper. If you take all the random bits and bobs out of it and the sticks out, it's just. They're all circles, aren't they? Ben, what do you think it is? Uh, well, I'm I'm beginning to think that it's uh, seven nine zero eight. Could try that. Yeah. Can we try seven nine zero eight into the combination? Go to the combination lock. As you as you you're putting it in the fir- the you put the first one in, and then you put the the second one in, and it it just kind of catches in a way that makes it feel like it's a the right spot. Okay. And then the third one, and that catches again as well, and the fourth one catches again as well. But the padlock doesn't come undone. So that suggested to me that the first one is wrong. Can we try one? Um, so you change it to one and the padlock pops open. 1908, okay. Aha. You take the lock off and open the box. And inside you find a gear or a cog that's been sliced in half and had a handle attached to the cut side. You also find a rope with a hook on it. Oh, so we can get our thing back. Ooh. So we've got a half a gear... Or two halves of a gear. Uh, just one half of a gear with a with one half with of a gear. handle attached to it. To, to the flat side yeah. of it where it's been cut. Yep. Okay. And we got some rope. Uh, yeah, with a hook on it. I wonder if connecting the rope to the the stick with the hook on it on the box and the other end of the rope to like the gears or something, maybe with the handle, might do something. I don't know. Either way, I think we should. I think Alid's on the money that we should try and fish this uh, this bar out again. Yes. Okay, you're going to try and fish the... Yeah, can uh, we go Indiana Jones and let's do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, have to, you don't have to throw it that far. You you throw it a little bit and yeah. you get it hooked on. Uh, who's pulling it? <laughs> I feel like Ben's got the hat for this. He used to have the hat for this. 
<laughs> the, rope, the rope's big enough uh, for multiple people if you want. Should we all oh. give it a tug? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> live, live on air, yeah? Lockdown does strange things to you. Um, well, why don't so, we, why don't we start with one person pulling it <laughs> and see what happens? And then if that doesn't do anything, sure. then we'll try two and then we'll try three. So we'll start off with just one. Okay, so, so Ben starts yeah, sure. off pulling it, yeah? So Ben sure. gives it a tug and he, he can't move it. Okay, I join in. So the two of you together is enough to move it. Okay. And cool. you pull it and it clicks in place and the mechanism around the cylinder re-engages. Uh, the cylinders start turning again and the shadows above you continue to turn or start turning again. What if I then pull it as well? Uh, it already clicks into place. You you pull it further and it, yeah, it, it moves the mechanism ever so slightly tighter, but it doesn't uh, okay. re-engage anything. So we've now got a way of starting and stopping the the system, if you like. I'm wondering what this cog on a handle has to do. Hold on. The shaft doesn't quite reach the floor, does it? No. Ooh. How much of a gap is underneath it? Oh, tiny, like millimetres. Gear size millimetres or not? No, no. Um, the cog looks about the same size as the teeth on the middle cylinder. Cool. Oh. Well, hang on. So why don't we... Um, let's push... Why don't we all three of us push the stick back in so that the gears stop and then take the thing with the yep. handle back and see if we can turn the middle cylinder manually because it might be that we just need to move that one middle one. So you, you're, you're pushing you're pushing the cylinder back all three, all three of us shove the stick back into the box, which I think stops the gears. Back into, into the wall, yep. Yep, that, that re- disengages the uh, gears from the cylinder. The gears are still moving. And then you're going to take the, the gear and try and move the middle cylinder. Yes. So, so you take it over, and with a bit of effort and tri- trial, you're able to kind of coax this uh, middle cylinder into moving. Uh, and you notice that the longest shadow starts to move. So the longest shadow moves on the middle gear. The middle cylinder. Oh, so whereas I thought we were in a wind... Well, no. Hmm. No. I, so I was going to say, whereas I thought we were in like a like a, uh, like a windmill, uh, now, now I'm half wondering whether we are in a clock. Huh. Um, but if all, if all of the shadows above us were moving, um, while technically all the hands on a clock do move, we wouldn't really perceive we, two of them. Do you think we need to get the clock to 7.08pm? Or, uh, or, or... 19.08. Oh, yeah, maybe, oh, maybe. Yeah. So, Chris, if we're looking up at the, the shadows at the top, there's a, you know, a long one, a medium one, and a short yep. one. How are they currently arranged? Uh, so the uh, long but fairly thin shadow mm-hmm. uh, is pointing uh, towards. I'm trying to think what the the t- the top of the room is is in is sort of where you came yep. in is in the middle of of the two sides. So so it's almost pointing back towards that top of the room, uh, not not quite there. Then the okay. the one that you just were just able to mm-hmm. move the the minute one. <laughs> Is at uh, I'm doing sorry, I'm doing some math. <laughs> uh, imagine it's a clock, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> express it as a number between yeah, one yeah. and 60. From your yes, yeah, but from so from your perspective looking up, it's at about four o'clock, so but we're behind the face, okay, that's, and that's in relation to the door. That's from your perspective looking yeah. up at it, imagining that the door is 12. Uh. Uh, but we're behind. But we're behind yeah. the face of the clock, so we need to mirror whatever we do. That's what I'm saying to Ben and Alad. Ah, yeah. And then the um, hour, the 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 short, stubby one, 
uh, is at uh, is almost at twelve twelve o'clock from that perspective. Um, it looks like it's just gone past. So it's it's from your current perspective, it's just heading uh, up that way. So that would suggest that the time is uh, nearly twenty. Wait, it's like twenty to twelve. So maybe we just need to get it up to the top. Maybe we just need to get it all, like everything pointing to 12. Ah. Are you going to turn the minute hand to 12? Yeah, can we crank the middle one until the other two reach 12, please? Yes. So you crank the, the middle one till 12 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And they all line up. All, the, all three shadows line up. Does anything happen? Nothing Maybe else we happens. now need to re-engage the clock by pulling the rope. Oh, Give that a yeah. go. You want to give that a go? Yeah. Let's give that a go. Yeah, so a couple of us... We'll pull on the rope. Two of okay. us. Pulling on the rope, you re-engage the mechanism. The shadows above you start turning again. A small flap opens in the middle Ooh. of the room. Which you go into and find the clock key. Hey. Hey. <laughs> then suddenly the room begins to tilt. Ooh. You're momentarily standing Ooh. on the once bright, now darkened ceiling. What was previously a floor is suddenly pulled away. Light floods your eyes. And you see a large pair of tweezers come <gasps> down from above. They grab the whole group of you and lift you into the sky. Uh, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> what a weird ending. <laughs> I love this fucking um this like I thought I'd make it interesting for whoever comes next. Yeah, this yeah. Alice in Wonderland yeah. weirdness. <laughs> it's great. Also, the bit that no one picked up on is you were in the clock. When you disengage the, the timer, oh. you stop the timer. Uh, oh. <laughs> we should have been checking in how many minutes we'd done. Yeah. <laughs> we should have done. We should have done. Um, so how many minutes did we have left, Chris? Like 17 minutes. But that was because... Oh, wow. that was because yeah. We kept on stopping it. We kept stopping the uh. timer. <laughs> That's meta. Uh. <laughs> That's some Christopher uh. Nolan bullshit right there. Thanks very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you could leave us a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. We also have Patreon. Uh, visit patreon.com forward slash theinfiniteescaperoom to help support the show. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.